Coming up on today's episode, we have some major NFL news. Russell Wilson traded to the Denver Broncos in a huge package. We had Aaron Rodgers coming back to Green Bay. Some players getting franchise tagged. Who are they? Likes of Devontae Adams and Mike Williams. All that more is coming up. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. The NFL offseason is underway as we've gotten players allowed to be tagged, allowed to make some trades, and we had a big one yesterday. Wow. Russell Wilson on the move, going to the Denver Broncos in the biggest package deal since Herschel Walker trade back in the early 90s with the Cowboys like this... Trade, you know, Aaron Rodgers was rumored to go to Denver. That was the whole thing with Nathaniel Hackett being the offensive coordinator in Green Bay, going to be the head coach in Denver. But is Russell Wilson who they get? And here is the details from the trade. Seahawks are going to receive from the Broncos quarterback Drew Locke, tight end Noah Fant, defensive lineman Shelby. Got two first round picks. Two second-round picks, a fifth-round pick, and, of course, the Broncos get Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick in this year's draft. That first-round pick is going to be ninth overall in this upcoming draft, so that's a big first-round pick for the uh, Seahawks to get back. Part of the retooling of Seattle, you should say, because they also released linebacker Bobby Wagner, so they got rid of two veterans from the Super Bowl champion years that have been with the team for a decade since 2000 they were drafted by him in 2012 so big time captains lost by seattle but they they're gaining a lot of compensation from this trade and russell wilson now to me is in a way better situation in denver and i don't understand why some of these analysts are giving it a little bit of flack saying you know what i think seattle won the trade seattle is going to be maybe better off Denver is not getting the Russell Wilson of old or something like that, right? Are you kidding me? Russell Wilson has been running for his life the last like five, six years. Seattle can't draft anybody anymore ever since that Legion of Boom left. They have not been able to draft well at all. The offense has done pretty well. Russell Wilson was out last year for... Some games with the finger injury, but Russell Wilson still got it. 33 years old, you say, hey, at the tail end, but hey, look at Tom Brady. He played for another 10, into his 40s. He played 10 years longer than we thought he could. Russell Wilson could play 10 years for all we know. And now he's going to a team with the weapons. Now I know Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf are great weapons in Seattle, but this Broncos team. This is what they have been missing since they Peyton Manning retired. A quarterback. And now they got one. It's traded for a future Hall of Famer who still has years left. I still think Russell Wilson has some great five, six years left 
in this league. These are the weapons you're going to give them. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick. Yes, they gave up Noah Fant in that trade, but man, you drafted Javante Williams last year running back. You have weapons on this team. They had a great run game. They had a great defense last year. And they've had that for the last few years. They just haven't had a quarterback that can get the receivers the ball consistently. You had check down Teddy Bridgewater. You had Drew Locke who could never hit any of them. And now you're going to give him them Russell Wilson? This could be the same way as the Rams acquiring Matthew Stafford last year. A path to the Super Bowl. Is the AFC West loaded? Yes. Are the Chiefs still a team to beat there? Yes. You have the Raiders who, you know, got Derek Carr. They brought in Josh McDaniels to be their head coach. I wonder if he's rethinking that now. <laughs> I wonder if he's kind of like, shoot, man, I thought I kind of had a chance, and now you bring in this guy, and Raiders may be looking up again. But um, the Chargers, you got Justin Herbert. So this AFC West is loaded right now the quarterback position. But I love the trade. I don't think it was too much. Heck, because like I said, you haven't had a quarterback in years. You haven't been able to find one. You tried drafting. Tried drafting Drew Locke. Didn't work. You tried drafting Paxton Lynch. Didn't work. You tried to plug in Teddy Bridgewater. Didn't work. You had Brock Osweiler there at a point. Didn't work. Like, you got to go all in sometimes. And Denver Broncos just did that. I love the trade on their side. I think the Broncos win the trade because of adding a future Hall of Famer, Russell Wilson, who still has a lot of years left in him at the quarterback position. I don't understand why people are acting like this guy, you know, hasn't done much. But he should have two Super Bowl rings, by the way. But we all know what happened with that one-yard line thing. But Russell Wilson is going to make this team better. It's going to make them rival Kansas City in the division and the Chargers. It's going to rival them as AFC contenders. They're going to have a shot now. They can run with anybody now because you finally have a quarterback that can deliver the ball. You haven't had that since Peyton Manning. When you went to the what? Super Bowl with him and won. Now you get Russell Wilson. Guess what's probably going to happen? They can get to the Super Bowl and probably win. I like the team overall. They've done well in the draft. They've drafted their needs over the years. They just couldn't get the quarterback and now you finally do. As for the Seahawks, it looks like they're going into rebuild mode. They don't want to say that, but they it makes sense for them to unload them because they've missed on so many draft picks. They've missed on so many this players in general. They ain't gonna go Bobby Wagner. That's going to clear up over sixteen million in cap space too. Like they had to do it now, anyways. So we'll see how it works out. In the future for Seattle. But I love the trade for Denver. I think it instantly makes some favorites. 
Top five. Definitely top five in the AFC with this trade. We'll see how it kind of plays out. I love, you know, the receiving core, man. The receiving core is going to be like it should be now. Outstanding. Nathaniel Hackett being the head coach, bringing all the offensive mind he did in Green Bay and whatnot, like that is just going to be another plus for the Denver Broncos. A plus on this trade. I love it. Haters can hate all they want, but this team is going to be dangerous next year. So let's go on with some more quarterback news. Aaron Rodgers reportedly is going back to Green Bay. The contract details leaked on like a four-year, $200 million, $153 million of a guaranteed. He has since come out and kind of denied those contract details, but now that he is returning to be a Green Bay Packer. And the Packers franchise tagged wideout Devontae Adams, so it seems like the crew is coming back. Now, that's a lot of money if it's true. <laughs> they are, I think they're... Over $40 million in cap space as of right now. So it'd be interesting to see how that works in terms of the cap situation and how they did the contract to help, you know, try and free up some money, maybe bring in a free agent uh, or whatnot, maybe actually getting a wide receiver number two. Ah, I don't know about that. But anyways, that's a lot of money. They're bringing back the quarterback now. How about you guys go win the damn Super Bowl? You know, lost two straight years in the NFC Championship game. This past year, they lost coming off the bye week, you know, in the playoffs to the Niners. They were at home and lost, couldn't score. And to me, that's just unacceptable. But now it's time for Aaron Rodgers to sign Super Bowl this year. You have to win the damn Super Bowl this year. Now you get what you want. You know, you got your money. Because before you are like, they disrespected me. Don't appreciate you. Undervalue you. They drafted my replacement in Jordan Love. They did all this stuff. And now they're make, trying to make things right, it seems like. They're all in on you, Aaron. They're all in. Jordan Love, first-round pick, moving up to get him. Whoa, I don't know what's going to happen with that situation. I don't know if they maybe try and trade him and get some kind of value for him now. Or if they're really going to hang on to him, he's going to be sitting for more years to come. So uh, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But is Aaron Rodgers deserve it? Back-to-back MVPs. Got to go win the big one now. Got to win the Super Bowl. I mean, it's just the team has come up so short the last few years, and they've had a team to do it. They just can't get over the hump. They have to get finally get over the hump this next year for Aaron Rodgers and this team Like, has to win a Super Bowl. I can't stress that enough. They have to win the Super Bowl. They have to. Which is going to lead me now to my next question. Who's going to win the Super Bowl first? Russell Wilson in Denver or Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? And with actually, this may sound a little bit crazy, but I think Russell Wilson can get a Super Bowl win in Denver before Aaron Rodgers 
gets it again in Green Bay. Now, they both have a Super Bowl win apiece. I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay won it this next year and then never won it the next, and they both end up with, like, two. But I'm going on a limb here. I'm really going to think Russell Wilson in that tough AFC West and tough AFC conference in general can bring a Super Bowl to Denver before Aaron Rodgers can bring another one to Green Bay. That's my answer to that. I want to know what you guys think. I'll post that up on the blog, on the website, affiliateheat.com, and I want to know what you guys think about that. I may post up on Instagram, too. And um, get everybody's thoughts. Twitter, Facebook, whatever. (laughs) Um, And get people's opinions on who they think is going to win the Super Bowl first. Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I just feel like he has more time left in his career. Put it that way. That's why I'm going Russell Wilson the most. Because Aaron Rodgers is mulling retirement. I really think he only wants to play another year or two, even though this rumor of the contract essentially was four years. Russell Wilson is going to get you at least five or six, I think. So if you take five or six years of Russell Wilson and deliver that Super Bowl or just one or two with Aaron Rodgers. But that's why that's my main reason I'm taking Russell. And plus, I really believe this in this Denver Bronco team with him as the quarterback. Anyways. Okay, let's get into some of these notable franchise tags that have been down on uh, some players here. Uh, very messy, Devontae Adams. He was franchise tagged, you know, by Green Bay. You can't let that guy go, especially if you're, you know, Aaron Rodgers is returning. You can't let that number one receiver go. I expected that to happen, even if Aaron Rodgers were to leave. Mike Williams got a deal. He didn't get franchise tag, but they're able to work out a deal. A three-year $60 million contract, $40 million guaranteed to stay with the Chargers. Justin Herbert's big-time weapon, number one weapon now, as you say. I know a 1,000 receiving yards this year. Mike Williams is a beast. I like that move. Can't let him go to another team. Um, who else got France? I said, oh, Titans just uh, renewed the deal for outside linebacker Harold Landry. He didn't get franchise tag. There was rumors of that, but they were able to secure him to a long-term deal. Five-year, $87.5 million. Well-deserved guy uh, drafted by Tennessee. Spent his you know, entire career there so far. Um, you know, I think he was drafted in the second. Was he drafted in the second round, I believe? And 12 sacks last year. He's improved every single year since being drafted. And it's young. Still young. 24 years old. Still young. Doing the damn thing. Uh, Dolphins tagged tight end Mike Kosicki. That was a big move. Some moves say, hey, it doesn't really fit Mike McDaniel's system. New head coach, blah, blah, blah. But, man, the guy's an electrifying talent. Dolphins struggled with QB issues for years. They've, I mean, Kosicki, I think he only had over, a little over 200 receiving yards in his rookie year. But he's another guy who's improved every single year. Yes, his blocking is a little suspect at times, but... Has a big piece of that Miami offense. And I really believe Mike McDaniel is going to turn Mike Kosicki not into like the George Kittle, okay, but like just underneath that. Where Mike Kosicki could be a top five tight end in this league. I really believe that. Um, the Cowboys tagged their tight end, Dalton Schultz. So he's coming back on the franchise tag. And now there's rumors that they're going to let go wide out Amari Cooper and defensive end Demarcus Lawrence. 
So Dallas making some moves because to fill under the cap, they're going to have to do that by franchise tagging Dalton Schultz. I guess it really was time to move on from Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence. Amari Cooper's kind of a hit and hit our bus. You know, one game, 150 yards. Next game, 20 yards. You know, it's just the way he has always been, the consistency has never really been there with him. But he's going to be a, a very interesting guy once he hits the free agency market. There's going to be a lot of in- teams still going to be interested in him. Uh, who else? We got some other guys that weren't franchise tagged. Uh, well, Cam Robinson, left tackle. Jaguars, he got franchise tagged. Yeah, another tight end, uh, David Joku, the Browns franchise tagged him. They're trying to work out a longer-term deal. Um, you know, this is a, some more of the franchise tags. Not any really other big-time, I guess, players got franchise tagged. They're going to hit the market. Oh, the Bucks they franchise tagged uh, Chris Godwin, which means their cornerback, Carlton Davis, is going to hit the uh, free agency market. He's the number one corner probably in the market. So he'd be a hot commodity if the team's coming after him. Um, it's just a lot of little movement out there, you know. Uh, trades that could probably still happen. It's interesting to see where Jimmy G may end up, or if Kirk Cousins is on the block or not. That's some other quarterback news there, um, floating around. It's just and running back Christian McCaffrey. The Panthers have said that they are listening to offers for the running back. He's only played ten games the last couple years. So it'll be interesting to see what the market really is for him. Last year, I believe someone would have gave given up the, you know, a first-round pick for him. But another injury-riddled year, is it enough? This is this price too high now? A team's a little scared to give up as much as a first-round pick for somebody who's only played 10 games the last couple of years. Saquon Barkley, the other running, another running back to keep your eye on from the Giants. He's not happy there. He wants out. Be interesting to see if the Giants try to work out a trade on him. Um, any other rumors going around? I don't really, we think we covered about this about the other rumors. You know, there's going to be a lot of rumors. You know, Aaron Rodgers leaving, we've been talking about that for a year, right? Russell Wilson leaving, we've been talking about that for a year. It's settled once again. Deshaun Watson is supposed to be in court, I believe, this Friday to determine his status, uh, where how if he's going to be available. For the league or not, we know his legal status is going on still with him. And another big news, I think we cover cover most of the rumors out there, franchise tag, maybe some trade rumors, but another news that came out was uh Calvin Ridley, the wide out for the Falcons, who took a leave of absence basically, he took the rest of the year off last year. He said he needed to clear his mind, his mental status, you know, state was just not right. And now he's been suspended for the 2022 season for gambling. And supposedly it was this a $1,500 bet or something. And he's suspended for the entire year. Like, man, you threw away, what, $10 million? Over $10 million to play next year for a little $1,500 bet? The NFL sent out a memo saying it was just... Uh, what do you call it? Over a five-day period where he was absent from the team facilities and whatnot. So in a five-day period, these bets happened. And didn't affect any outcome of the game. He had no insider information. You know, blah, blah, blah. But damn. You're going to bet 
on you know first off NFL takes gambling pretty damn seriously you're not supposed to bet on your team or while your team is playing and and whatnot I guess he took his team to win during one of the weeks I don't know we don't know the full scoop of everything inside of here but it's just why throw away over 10 million for like $1,500 like he admitted to doing it admitted he knew he was doing it was wrong but man talk about giving up football career this guy is talented he's a great wide receiver to throw away by doing a little gambling over a five-day stretch. Now, I imagine these other NFL players bet, right? That he just got caught. Okay, somebody must have ratted him out or did something. He's like, yeah, I did it. I don't really think the guy wants to play football again. I mean, I think he's mentally checked out of playing football. And it's kind of sad. Uh, he's a great player. But, man... You threw that away big time. But I just hate how the NFL puts a stance on the whole gambling thing. When you move a team to Las Vegas, but you don't want gambling. You do all, you promote DraftKings and FanDuel and do all this other thing, but you don't want your players to gamble. So you, I think another interesting story is like if you were at the poker table or something you can't accept gifts by any means you can only accept your winnings or whatnot there's so many fine lines of print in the when it comes to nfl and betting when you work for them (laughs) and it's just kind of like come on the guy made a bet on fan duel who the hell cares or something, you know, like that's my stance on that. Like, who cares? This is his money, he can do what he wants. Now, if you're fixing games, like the NFL has been knowing the doing, the NFL has been rigging games for decades, and it's pretty evident when you watch, especially come playoff time, who they want to win. It kind of seems to fall in line when you see a blatant call that's not called, or you see a flag on a on something that didn't even exist, or they rule a pass incomplete when he clearly catches the ball or something. The tuck rule, all these stupid things to make things happen over the course of these last decades of playoff football. But they're worried about this. Go figure. And I'll wrap up today's episode. I want to thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the crib with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Remember to catch us every Monday and Wednesday. It's available on all streaming platforms. Check out the official website at feeltheheatent.com. It's Feel the Heat Entertainment. You can stream the podcast there as well. Check out the sport articles and the merch store. And be sure to follow us on social media at Feel the Heat ENT on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you all for joining me again. Catch you next time. Peace.